political tensions between Australia and China have ramped up this month and the Darling Downs has been caught right in the middle of the drama. Hello, I'm Toby Loftus, a reporter and digital producer for The Chronicle. This is Toowoomba 2020. Last week, Toowoomba Abattoir Beef City was banned from exporting its product to China over labelling issues. It was one of four abattoirs around the country that was blacklisted. This week, a tariff has been placed on Australian barley for exports over allegations of dumping inferior products on the Chinese market. This comes after an 18-month investigation in China over the issue. These moves also follow Australia's call for a global investigation into the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic, a move which is widely believed to have upset China. In April, China's ambassador to Australia questioned whether the Chinese people would want to eat Australian beef or drink Australian wine, given Australia's push for the investigation, and how that frustrated, dismayed and disappointed the Chinese public. Reports in the US business publication Bloomberg this week also suggested Chinese officials could conduct stricter quality checks on Australian wine and dairy imports. Speaking after the Beef City ban, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk urged the federal government to do all it could to avoid a trade war with China. What I'm really concerned about is uh, this potential for a trade war to erupt and to damage Queensland's exports, to damage Queensland's reputation and to damage Queensland's jobs and livelihoods. Let's remember, these are some of the um, uh, toughest jobs that our workers have to do in our beef industry. And and if we go into a full-blown trade war, this could mean over 3,200 workers impacted. This is really serious. These are workers uh, in Dinmore, across Ipswich, our outer urban regions. Uh, it's, it would impact on Toowoomba as well, as well as Kilcoy. That was Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk. Federal Trade Minister Simon Birmingham says while both the barley and beef moves were concerning, there was not currently a trade war between Australia and China. I can understand why people draw those links, particularly given the unhelpful comments of the Chinese ambassador to Australia a few weeks ago. Uh, in the end, China denies there's a link. Uh, the only thing we can do in defence of our farmers is to engage in the process uh, as constructively as we can. That's what we've done with Australian industry to date, and we now enter uh, a new phase in terms of analysing how we can appeal, what steps we can take, and, uh, and we're going to do that uh, with the same determination we've shown in defending the rights of our farmers up to now. I think it's very disappointing that, uh, that China has to date uh, refused to schedule minister-to-minister uh, -minister discussions. Uh, Australia uh, is always up for a conversation uh, with any of our global counterparts. Uh, we do so even when issues are difficult, even when we may have disagreements, because the best way to resolve disagreements or work through difficult issues is to talk about them. And that's why we're up for a discussion and it's disappointing that others are not. That was Federal Trade Minister Simon Birmingham. Associate Professor Ben Lyons is the Director of the Rural Economies Centre of Excellence at the University of Southern Queensland and is an expert on agriculture trade to China. I caught up with Ben earlier this week to discuss the issues that have been facing the region. 
Um, so probably two weeks now we've had the, uh, since we've had the announcement from some Chinese um, or Chinese government and customs officials that four um, Australian beef processors are going to be put on a sort of a temporary um, banned list, if you like, um, for want of a better word, um, just because of some labelling um, issues or problems they've had with mistaken labels. And it seems to be for about 6,000 kilos worth of meat, which is not a lot in the considering we do about, well, in 2019, we did around 300,000 tonnes or 300,000 or 300 million tonnes of kilos. So, so not a big thing, but it's, it's one of those technical, what we call a trade technicality that happens from time to time and rules are rules so they um, yeah they just seems that the timing would be inauspicious or linked to um, potentially the sort of more bigger geopolitical um, picture which is uh, which is where's you know Australia pushing for an inquiry into the origins of COVID Mm. and how it was handled in China. Mm. And then this week as well, we've had the import tariffs placed on the Australian barley. Yeah, so that's um, it's approximately seven or seventy-six plus percent, I think, tariff. Um, mainly, or it's actually an investigation application to have that in place, whilst there's an investigation around an anti-dumping. So they they think that um, I think there's been some confusion potentially on the um, Chinese side, or you know, we haven't communicated well enough that. Um, uh, or, well, it's a long one, actually, Johnny, because this um, this has been going on for a few years where China's sort of been throwing out this thing that we subsidise our barley um, exports um, and mean that we sell it on a lower price overseas than we do domestically, um, which actually can happen, um, but it's not... And I think they're confusing a few things like drought subsidies and other things with a tariff or a, or a um, support for our growers. So it's been ongoing for about four or five years this one. Um, so, you know, if, if someone in the Chinese government, and I'm saying it's a big if, we're saying, can we have some punitive measures against Australia? What's in the top drawer? Well, we've got some beef labelling and we've got some barley import issues. So it could be easily construed that way. I guess there has been, as you mentioned, a lot of tension between geopolitical tension between Australia and China because of Australia leading the global call for a COVID-19 investigation. Is, is this the start of a trade war as you see it as a um, bit of a trade expert yourself or is this um, or can this be watered down a bit? Um, definitely watered down. It's not a trade war. We've still got a lot of lot of trade between both countries. Um, it's very important. Our, our trade to China is, you know, is much more significant than other other countries. We've built up a relationship, particularly over the last 10 and 20 years, particularly in resources. China likes our resources and our Australian dollar is low. We, we deliver a good quality product. We've got good quality um, agricultural produce that doesn't compete with domestic product in China. So um, the reasons that, and you know, we're in the same time zone um, and things, you know, both countries have been fairly complementary as in they've got, you know, they've got complementary interests, not competing interests. Um, I think it'll pass over. Um, let, well, let's hope it does. I don't, yeah, I don't sort of buy into the whole trade war thing at all. Mm. And there have been historical instances where things like this have happened too, haven't, hasn't there? And they've been resolved quite oh, quickly. It happens all the, well, not necessarily quickly, but it does happen quite a lot with Australia and China. Like, 
with the trade sort of things. It's a it's a very large country, um, and each sort of city and province has its uh, whilst it has, has its own sort of customs agency there, and a lot of these have cut. You know, it's um, yeah, it's just one of those things of dealing with China. We we have we have issues that as well we have our own borders to protect so we have to sort of respect the sovereignty on that and they they have the right to act on these things mm. what kind um what kind of impact does this have um when for instance these um the barley tariffs come up or the um labeling issues with beef exports what kind of impact does that have locally i guess in toowoomba and the darling downs on the region Oh, well, we've got a number of beef processes that aren't affected, um, but the ones that are, I mean, it would be, it wouldn't be a, it, it wouldn't be all of what they export or what they process. They process quite a lot of um, beef and cattle. These these processes, so um, China would be one of their key markets. Um, we're actually sort of probably lucky. It, it happened at a time when throughput and sort of supply of cattle is a bit lower. Global demand's going to be off a little bit, um, even though we've had a rush on. Um, Things. There is a little bit um, of a reduction in demand, I think, um, in the medium term, because food service places where most of our product goes, our beef product goes, um, particularly into China, you know, they've they've been very slow coming back, um, and you know, people less people are eating out because of COVID. Um, so that's so it's probably not as bad as it could be. The barley one has been adverse. You won't. Um, that will that will mean that barley um, that was going to China will have to find another home, whether that be the Middle East, um, other you know, or India. Um, we're still working on the issues with India there and getting it in. There's again technical trade barriers, um, and maybe next season or next winter um, we probably won't plant as much barley um, because of China being potentially still closed down. But let's hope it gets resolved. What needs to happen to resolve these issues? Oh, we just need to sit down and work out. You know, I, I look. I'm I'm too far away from it to really understand what's what the motivations is. But um, we've got some pretty handy people that have dealt with this before in the Australian government or in the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade side. So you need patience. It's not going to be resolved overnight. It might be weeks, months. You know, you're getting off lightly, or you know, it's been a good process. If it takes a couple of months, it might. We might be still talking about it next year in terms of the um, the barley one, particularly. Um, I think the beef one gets resolved relatively quickly and quietly. That was USQ Associate Professor Ben Lyons. A JBS spokeswoman said it was business as usual at Beef City and the Chinese import ban would have no impact on jobs, livestock procurement and production. And while there are a number of barley producers on the Darling Downs, the vast majority of locally grown product goes to animal feed. The beef tariff would more so impact Western Australia and South Australia barley production. That's all for Toowoomba 2020 for this week. If you've liked the podcast, please make sure to subscribe on your favourite podcast app just search for the chronicle this podcast is produced and edited by me toby loftus and is made possible thanks to our valued subscribers to subscribe visit the forward slash subscribe 